Hello, and welcome back to the Procrastinate Podcast. Uh, this week, it's going to be a little bit of a wild episode. I'm back in Wabash, as you can tell. We're in the famous, famous background. Uh, I don't have my microphone. As you can tell, the sound quality is a little different. I don't have my laptop. Couldn't connect the internet. Granted, I could walk 12 feet that way and connect the internet better and then write my notes, but I'm too lazy to do that. So uh, this week's going to be just a little random. I'm going to talk about this just the past week, obviously. I always do that. Uh, what's coming up a little bit in the summer, maybe, and just a little update, because kind of like I'm kind of actually in summer now, so that's going to be this episode. Roll the intro, Matthew Stein. What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome back to episode 39 of the Procrastinated Podcast. I am your host, Matthew B. Stein. Thank you so much for joining me. Today is currently May 16th of 2021. It's a beautiful evening. It's like it's like 6-ish p.m. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice, calm evening. It's been a beautiful day today. It's been like, I don't know, I haven't checked the temperature, but I would say like 65 maybe all day long, 65, 70-ish, just like a slight breeze. Somewhat like for me, like a perfect kind of day. Like I always kind of shoot to be like those high 60s, right in the 70 range with a slight breeze, just calm. The sun is warm, but it's not hot. It's just right in the middle. It's perfect. I love. It's just a beautiful day. Life is good. It's kind of like an actual summer day for me today. It's interesting because well, I guess I'm so sorry with the highs and lows, but we're just kind of roll with it. So this past four past four days, I worked a softball tournament with a company called Tupelo Honey in Indianapolis. I also need a haircut. It's kind of, I'm getting kind of like a bulbous head. I don't know. Kind of weird. Uh, I worked a, a softball tournament with this company, Tupelo Honey in, in Indianapolis. Um, they are a production company in, based, obviously, in Indianapolis. As I've said, why they're in Indianapolis. I met them through my Butler Telephone job. I met a guy. His name's Adam. Nice, really cool guy. He works for the company. He connected me. And then I've been doing, when I say I worked a tournament, I wasn't like at the tournament or anything. It was the Missouri Valley Conference softball tournament. So they play this group of teams in the Midwest. They play each other and the winner of the tournament actually got to advance to the NCAA tournament, the softball NCAA tournament. So that's really cool. It was actually a pretty important tournament. The Southern Illinois Saluskis won, if anybody cares, you probably don't, but they won. And uh, that was... Uh, I said I started with the highs and lows. This tournament was kind of the high and low of my week. It was the high because it was an amazing, amazing experience for me to do. Good, good, like good, good thing for me to do. Worked with professional production team. Met some guys. Met a guy within the company who said I should apply for internships there. Uh, it was just a really good experience. Also, also, it was a really good time. Honestly, just watching softball and keeping track of the scoreboard and getting paid money for it. Pretty decent money too. It was really good. I, I had a, a general, a genuine good time. It was a lot of fun. I also got fed every day. I didn't realize that was going to be a thing. Like we had the first game, there were only two games. So we didn't get fed that day. But the second day, there were four games. So we got fed after the game one and after game three. So that was awesome. We even got Chipotle, which was really dope. Obviously, Chipotle is my favorite restaurant. So that was awesome. And... Or, I mean, awesome. I just got surprised that we were getting fed. Which, it makes sense, because I was working there the whole entire day. So, it makes sense that we would get fed, but it just slipped my mind. And then on the last day, or the next day, I'm trying to remember. We had 
I can't remember. The last day that we had cluster truck and I got barbecue pork, mac and cheese. Oh my God, it was so good. Wow, it was fantastic. And I got these like spindler, spindler fries, uh, I don't sidewinder fries, I forget what they're called, but they're little like curly fries kind of a little bit, like fat, like curly potato wedges. And they were also fire, so good. Tournament was such a great experience. Really just a fantastic four days, although I was mad tired. It was, it was surprisingly hard work just keeping track of the scoreboard. But it was actually for an EP, ESPN broadcast, which is pretty cool to me. I think that's the claim to fame or whatever. It was pretty cool to do that. I have my add that to my resume. It was a good time. I, the low of the week was just kind of, as I said, it's also part of that tournament. It's just because I made like, I, I, you make some mistakes. I made a few mistakes and it was embarrassing a little bit. Like in one of the games, I had to pull the scoreboard off the screen and then in doing so I got distracted by that and forgot to like move over to the next inning. So then it was, I still had the scoreboard saying bottom of the second inning, even though it was the top of the third. It wasn't really that big of a deal, but I felt like a goof, especially since the announcer said, oh, sorry, we're having a problem here, problem here with our scoreboard. We'll be, we'll have that fixed just in a second. Uh, so that, I got a little roasted <laughs> on TV for, for uh, goofing up, but yeah, overall it was pretty good. Overall it was pretty good. I'm really glad that happened. It was, uh, it was a good time. But that is, that was really kind of the high and low of my week. And that's kind of also really, actually, no. So I was doing the scoreboard for this tournament, as I mentioned. So it's like when you're watching the show, the game on the show, you're, it's the scoreboard in the top left. So I did like who's on the bases, the the outs, uh, the, the pitch count, the the count for the, the at-bats, scoreboard, obviously. That was kind of it. Uh, I also had to click a special button for the home run graphic to show when somebody hit a home run. Uh, but I learned throughout the, the duration of the tournament that if they didn't say anything to me, then I was doing my job. If they didn't have to correct anything to me or say, mention anything about the job I was doing, that means I was doing a good job, which sounds kind of antithetical. Like the fact that they didn't have to say anything to me means I was, was doing solid. You'd think, I mean, that kind of makes sense though. I'm just kind of in a weird way so supposed to be the scoreboard on the wall. I'm just supposed to be quiet, exist over there. Because they're in like this room. There is them is the, the rest of the production crew. They're in this room and then I'm like outside of it. It's kind of weird. But uh, it also, I think maybe I need to be outside so I can pay attention and really see what's going on. But also they're doing more. I don't really know why it's laid out the way it is. But uh, I learned that if they don't have to say anything to me, that I'm doing, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I got to that. I tried to get to that every game. It's surprisingly difficult just because you'll, I, I don't know, there will be an interesting play and then I'll miss a, a pitch or something. So then I'll get behind in the count and then you run a little bit of problem there. And there's a chance they'll bark at you because you, you are, you're not doing your job. You're, you're, it is wrong. So you should be paying attention to the game, paying, keeping up with the pitches, the ump, whatever being called. It's okay to get like a, a step behind because that happens. There's some confusion sometimes, but you got to rebound quickly and, uh, I got pretty good at it actually. I, I'm gonna also. I did this tournament for them. It was a softball tournament. But here in like ten days or so, starting the 25th, I'm going back down to do a baseball tournament for the Sun Belt Conference, which is pretty cool. Also looking forward to that. It's gonna be the. I'm gonna be doing the exact same job, almost exact exact same thing, except for the games maybe a little longer. And I maybe I'll be doing pitch speed. I don't know. Probably. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. But we'll see. This could be interesting. I'm excited for it. I'm glad I got this experience. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be good working with them in the future again. It was a good time. Really, it really kind of dominated my week, but it was good. I'm trying to think of other things that have happened this week that stand out to me. 
I don't know. That's kind of it for the 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 tournament. That's what I wanted to say about that. So, uh, yeah. So, while there's a car passing, I've switched locations now. I'm now on the front porch of my dad's house. I was in the garage. But I'm realizing, <laughs> since I have this sort of downgraded setup, I don't have my other microphone now, I'm having to uh, adjust accordingly. There's a microphone attached to this little po podium tripod that I'm using, but it, it doesn't have the, 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 the fit that I need. It's the, it's the headphone jack, but I need the, the iPhone cord. So I'm having trouble. Also, there's gonna be cars whizzing by and there's a motorcycle coming down the road now. So there's gonna be some sound. So this is gonna get a little rambunctious, but whatever, we're gonna keep rolling with it because that's what we do. See, so listen, ready? Yeah, here they come. Well, there's that, it's an interesting car. Hell yeah, brother. Actually, so you guys see my my jersey. Obviously it's from, it's from my rec league, it's from my my uh, my my uh, old lady. It's it's the seventy plus league. I don't know why I'm in it, but they let me be in it. That was pretty nice of them. I'm on this team with these nice old ladies. Gertrude's the captain. She's a really whoa. She's a really good lady. She brings cookies to every game because she knows I'm gonna be there. She's always looking out for me. There's this lady. Her name's Margaret on the team. She's in this. She's up there in age, but she's pretty cute. She she's kind of trying to holler at me a little bit. It's a little uh. Yeah. Hey Margaret. See me in a little bit. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, but that's what this jersey is from, by the way. Number seven is my number. You can't really see it, but uh, that's what I'm doing. That's my. That, that's why I have this jersey on, I guess. I also got the pearls on, as you can tell. But, uh, so with that tournament that I mentioned I was doing, or I did the, I did the scoreboard for, I also spent a lot of time with my friends while I was down there, because I was in Indianapolis. I, wasn't, I was not up here with my family because the tournament was in Indianapolis, or the production was in Indianapolis, as I mentioned. So I had to stay with some of my friends. And I stayed with my good friend, Jenna Hadley, who's been featured on the podcast before. And, you know, it's it was a good time. It was, <laughs> it was a good time uh, hanging out with her. I, I stayed with her at her house in Pendleton, which is, it was only 20 or five minutes away from where I was going to do that softball tournament. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty convenient. It, was, it worked out pretty nicely. And the four days I was in there, I was spending time with various friends, obviously with Jenna a lot, but I was also with my friend Cameron, who is our mutual friend. I was with my friend Angela as well. It was a pretty good time. I was kind of bouncing around Indy, just, just seeing the people because I had nothing else to do when I wasn't working that tournament. And I didn't want to just sit around and be on my own when there was people in Indianapolis that I could hang out with. So that's what I did and it was, it was pretty good, honestly. I'm trying to think of some things that I can add other than just saying things are good because I'm not really adding any information, but that's where we're at. It is nice being back in Wabash. Seeing people I know is kind of different to like go random places and see people that you do know. It didn't really happen in Indianapolis just because it's too big of an area, obviously, so too many. And also I could be in Indianapolis and be, and one of somebody I know could also be there, but because of like traffic or what other reasons, I couldn't, I wouldn't maybe not know that they're there. But being in Wabash, like every car that drives by, there's a good chance that I know them. And then mm, we'll say like a 50-50 chance, maybe 40-60 chance that I know them. It's pretty, it's a small town. That's the whole kind of gig of it. And it's kind of nice. Uh, 
I don't know how, I, I don't totally love it here, obviously. My dad has thought about moving before. Uh, maybe he'll get out of here one day and that would be pretty cool. It would be nice to be detached from Wabash for a little bit and see if like I miss it or if, just how I feel. Because I think there's a good chance, like my parents, they both left, I think at least for a little bit and then came back and to raise their family here. And I could see myself doing something similar, but also, I kind of want to, I want to branch out. I want to see different parts of the world. I would like my, if my dad wanted to be just an old, an old fart and move to, for, move to Florida and just live down there in his condo and have his cat and just live his life in the sun, that would be cool. It is kind of just a typical old person move. He's also thrown out the idea of moving to Italy, which I don't know how feasible that actually is, but that would be really cool as well. I just like to see him get out so I can also experience through him kind of. It's a little selfish, but eh. Whatever, maybe I'm a little selfish, I guess. Who's not? But, I don't know, it is good being back. It is good being back. It's being, it's it, it's so easy to feel comfortable here. I feel like I I know, just because I know, I know the area, obviously. It's the place I've grown up my whole entire life. It's, it's my hometown. And I know, I feel like I know every inch of it. I know what, I know where cops like to hide around town. I know, uh... I, I don't know how to describe what I know, but I just know everything. I know where the turns are. I know who lives where. Our, my high school's got a lot of changes though. So it is interesting when you go to school or you go, even on a trip, I don't know, you go somewhere. You leave, you leave a place for an extended period of time and then you come back to that same place. It's always interesting to look at the differences and the changes and see how things have gotten better. Gotten better, maybe gotten worse, maybe that's sort of more of an interpretation. A lot of people, when things change in a small town, a lot of people love to complain about it, whether it's good or bad. It could be, it could be like genuinely good for the town all the way across the board, but because it's like different or somebody's trying to make changes to their town, they don't like it. So then it's a, it becomes a problem. It's, it's a really sad mentality kind of that Wabash has, but it will, you know, that's 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 the beauty of the beast, I guess, kind of. Not beauty and the beast, beauty of the beast. What's up, old lady? The lady in that truck just stared me down. She wants to fight, I guess. Maybe maybe that was Margaret. Margaret's spying on me. She's trying to see what I'm up to in my off time when I'm not with the squad. Oh, boy. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. This is You can tell this this episode is really unplanned. I'm, I'm just talking to the camera, having a conversation now, but I kind of like this. I mentioned in last week's episode that I've been watching, listening to this podcast called Laughing With Myself with Melissa Villasenor. She is an SNL cast member and all this stuff. Uh, and that's kind of why I'm doing this. I'm trying to make it a little more loose, a little more casual. And I can cut it up a little bit if I wanted to. I don't think I will, but I'll maybe a little bit. It's just, it's nice to really be light and not really care much about it. Because for a while, I was taking this so seriously. And I do take it seriously because my podcast. Of course, I'm supposed to take it seriously. But I'm just getting better at it. And maybe this is going to be a weaker episode because I'm doing it so casually. Because I'm doing it so casually. But we're rolling with it. <laughs> we're rolling with it. Uh, tomorrow. So as I mentioned before, I had a, my good friend Cody Beeks. He passed away last summer. Sorry to bring it, bring it down here a little bit. But he passed away a little uh, last summer, and tomorrow his, is his birthday. So it's his first birthday since passing away. It would actually be his 21st birthday. It would be his 21st birthday. And I was going to make plans to hang out with his mother tonight, but she said she wasn't up for a visit, which 
it's impossible for me to not understand that. I get it so much. I, I very much understand that. I would just like to see her. Hopefully, I'll, I'll see her soon, probably. But I've been thinking a lot recently about Cody and who he is to me. That, that's not true. I mean, I've been thinking about him a lot, but not like who he is to me. I know what he is to me. I know who he was to me. I know what he means to me as well. But I've just been thinking since like tomorrow is his birthday. Sorry, I wait for this card to pass. Tomorrow is his birthday, his 21st birthday. And June 13th will be a year since he passed away. June 20th will be a year since his burial, which also happens to be my birthday. And I've been thinking about that a lot recently, honestly. That's been the thing that's been on my mind the most. Just about the fact that my birthday is forever marked with his burial a little bit. So every year it's like, it's been X amount of years since, since Cody's burial. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm pretty conflicted about it because it's my birthday. It's supposed to be a special day. I, so I kind of think birthdays are a little goofy. You could be born on any day, but I'm born on June 20th. So it's my birthday and I own it. I also kind of like having a June birthday. It's just, it's in the middle of the summer. It's always nice and warm, but it's forever marked with Cody's burial. And that's a, see, it, I just, I just don't know how to feel about it. And I don't feel anybody has the answers really. And this is something that I've been thinking, maybe I need to go to their back to counseling or therapy, whatever word you want to use a little bit to work out this problem because I just haven't, I don't think I've been able to fully process it all. And my mom suggested at the time that maybe I should go back to counseling and talk about it. And she was right. I probably should have been, and I still should now. But I, I convinced myself that I shouldn't because it's a dope moped. I convinced myself I shouldn't because like, I, well, I say, I'll say I don't need to, which is silly. I think it'd be good to go to counseling 24 seven, regardless of what problems you have uh, perplexing you or not, because it's always good to just work on yourself and clean your, clean your mental up a little bit. But I just don't know how to feel about his, his burial being on my birthday. And I, it's just made me pause like that. I, I'm not cut up about it. I. It just makes me think. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's, maybe that's, that's, Jesus. Maybe that's the point of it. To make me think. Every day when the day, when it's my day, when it's my birthday, June 20th, it's my day. It's supposed to be on my birthday. It's supposed to be about me. Or at least that's what we think. That's what birthdays are supposed to be about. But maybe it happened because then every day, every time it's my birthday and I think everything's about me or I think the day should be about me, it's it's something for me to stop. Pull me out of my self-centeredness for the day, I guess. And really think about other people, not me. Think about what's going on around me how other people have problems in their lives. They have their own things they're dealing with. It's 
And while it's my birthday, and maybe the day should be about me. Sure, let's claim it. Let's say, yeah, you have the right to own your birthday. It's your birthday. That's the whole point of it. But despite that, despite the fact that it's my birthday and I have this celebration for me and hooray me and it's my 21st birthday and you get to go drink alcohol legally, hooray! You still take that time while you're celebrating yourself and how far you've came or how much you've grown up or how old you are, how young you are, whatever it is. You take that time to think about those that are important to you and those that have helped you get that far and grow that much or that little or change that much or mature that much or whatever word you want to use. Think about those that have helped you on your journey of life, I guess, and how they have helped added to your character, how they have helped added to your depth as a person, how they've made you a better person. And I would say, not many people in my life have impacted me as much as Cody has. And Cody's impact on me, since I'm taking this time to think and talk, clearly is not over with. Despite the fact that he's not around, he's still ever present. And that's how it should be when loved ones go beyond, go on. That's how it should be. They should always be there. In some way. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good, yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot recently and I haven't been talking about it much. I've talked about it a little bit with one or two people, maybe Jenna a little bit, but I think that's, I'm glad I talked about it. I'm glad I just brought it up and just sat here and thought about what I wanted to think about, talk about next, because I think that's a good message. Huh. It's gonna be my birthday. I'm gonna be turning 21 years old. An old, old man. I'm be turning gray here soon. I'm already in that 70 plus rec league, wearing grandma's pearls, while I'm trying to get these grannies to holla at me. I think that's a good message. It's my birthday. I think it's supposed to be about me. I was raised it's supposed to be about you. It's your birthday. You can embrace it. But last year on my birthday, I was truly humbled. Truly humbled. Truly, truly humbled. To a point I never thought I would be. And that's, that's why people are important. That's why things happen for a reason. To make you think and analyze. And maybe grow a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Just a pinch. Hmm. Well, I'm glad. Thanks for listening to this. Honestly, thanks for listening to me talk about this crazy event that has happened in my life. My best friend from high school who I tried to move in with my senior year passed away a week before my, my birthday and was buried on my golden birthday.
That's 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 incredible. That's a defining moment if I've ever heard of one. Wow. Happened a year ago too. Well, not quite, but we're getting there. A year ago. Today's actually a year, or tomorrow his birthday. To the day is a year since I sent him a, my last text. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. I can't tell if this is a good or a bad note. I feel good about it because of the message that I shared that things happen for a reason. Bad things even happen for a reason. Defining moments happen for a reason. And while they're defining moments, you shouldn't let them define you completely or control you or whatever. It's gonna be, my birthday is gonna be an interesting day. We're a ways away from that. It's not even the next episode. We're, we're still a month or so from that. But I've just been thinking about that a lot. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Huh. Well, actually, one second. I don't know if you saw it, but that truck just had three, like, 50-inch TVs on the trailer of it. Hmm. Well... That's kind of all I have for you. Uh, I could go on. I could talk more about from this week, probably. Talk about how I landed an internship for the summer. Uh, my plans for the summer when I go back to Indy. Here in two weeks or so. But I'm good. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in the next episode. I still got 10 days before I'm doing something next. So you'll, this next episode, I'll probably still be in Wabash or Fort Wayne. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening to me talk about my problems, my insecurities, my thoughts, my feelings, things I'm interested in, things I love. Even if you listen to one episode or you've listened to every single one, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I should make more clips of these episodes and post them on my Instagram. I am very aware of that because these videos only, that's how they drive, that's how they get so much viewership is by me promoting them and I just refuse to, refuse to do that, but hey. Whatever, dude. Whatever. It's fine. If people, if people actually want to watch it, they'll probably actually watch it. They'll find out. But that's all I have for this week's episode of the Procrastinating Podcast. Episode 39. I hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed. I felt... I, I wasn't sure about this episode just because obviously I had nothing planned. And I was just kind of freestyling. But I feel good about it now. I, it came up to... A, what goes around comes around, and it came to a pretty good note, and I feel I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, that's all. Thank you so much for watching episode 39 of the Procrastinate Podcast. I've been your host, Matthew B. Stein. You've been fantastic, as always. And I will see you in next week's episode of the Procrastinate Podcast. Episode 39 is no more. Peace out.